Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. Hey friend, it's great to be with you on this episode of the Church Tips Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a busy pastor's schedule to writing a book and getting that which is inside you out in print and into the marketplace. And uh, Jonathan has walked that journey here, and we're going to talk about that uh, at length here today. I do want to remind you of the past couple of episodes. Episode 104 uh, was the one that says, Pastor, you got a book inside you? Uh, that's a, and we're this we're really flowing out of that in this episode, yeah. uh, and then yesterday's is uh, when we talked about what's truly live today, and that is Arrow Striker yeah. is live on Amazon for you to make your purchase. So anyway, um, yeah. talk to us a little bit about the book that was inside you that is now ready there to go. Is. Here it if is. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're listening. He's holding up the book in his hand. And uh, anyway, yeah, Arrow Striker is officially live. As of yesterday, it was officially published on Amazon. Um, and uh, very excited about it. Have had a uh, tremendous amount of feedback from uh, people and people writing reviews and such. And, and I'm honored to, to, to have that. Um, but, you know, in reality, all of us have busy schedules. And everyone's schedule looks different and is busy for different reasons. But nonetheless, we're all busy. And one of the things that we've um, seen with lots of pastors that we've interacted with is that you have these book ideas in you. We talked mm-hmm. about that, as Dick said, in episode 104. But then how do you actually get it out on paper? Yep. Because, yep. you know, it's one thing to have this idea and you can maybe type up thoughts once in a while or jot notes down. But the reality of actually getting it out there um, can be difficult. Yeah. And so we want to walk through maybe some ways in which you can actually make that a reality. Uh, because as I shared in, in in my experience, you know, the book idea that I had for Arrow Striker actually started 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and so it took me 15 years to get to the point where I actually have it now published. Now, I wasn't spending time on it for 15 years, right. but this is the case for so many of us. And I don't know if you find yourself in this position where you've had this thing sitting in your mind. You've talked to people about it. I mean, I can't tell you how many people, oh, yeah, well, someday when I write a book. And, yeah. You know, at some point we have to go from someday to uh, okay now now, now it's now it's happening yeah, now exactly. we're doing it and so that's our hope for you is because God has messages that He has given you to articulate to people and if you're a pastor of a church if you're a leader of ministry uh, you have people in your sphere of influence and uh, God wants to use that influence to help get messages out that he has birthed inside you. And so we're excited to be able to talk to you about this today. Yep, we really are. And before we jump into the nuts and bolts of that, I want to mention that in the show notes is the link for you to make the purchase of Striker. Now, one of the reasons you're going to want to do this today is that we have an Ozark Mountains uh, getaway giveaway that we're doing for uh, a drawing for everyone who makes the purchase. So jump in, uh, pick up your copy, and then there's a little form to fill out um, there. Again, the link in the show notes. Yep. And uh, I mean, the giveaway is a, 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 a two airline tickets into uh, Springfield to go to Branson. And uh, we've got a beautiful condo for you. We've got uh, uh, two tickets for uh, Christmas at Silver Dollar City. By the way, this is for the 1st through the 15th of December. So we would find dates that work for you. Uh, a great steakhouse. Coffee with Jonathan and Ashley Hardy, so uh, that's uh, that's worth the price of admission right there. Yeah. And but, I'll note too that that um, you can order either the paperback, the audiobook, or, or the, the ebook, any of those. And then um, after you do that, go to arrowstriker.com/giveaway. Yep. 
And that's where you can go enter the form. You put the receipt number in, put your details, and that's how you get and entered. You, and you'll see when so. you go to the uh, slash giveaway, you'll see all the uh, the things we're giving away with it. And we'd yep. love to have your name in the mix. And who knows, yep. you could be the lucky yeah, winner. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So let's get started, Jonathan. Sure. Uh, the Busy Pastors uh, Guide. Well, where does he start? Well, <laughs> whoever is wanting to write a book, the first thing you actually have to do is start. And I mentioned this in episode 104. Um, but I want to flesh it out a little bit more. So you've got the idea. Uh, maybe someday you're going to do it. Well, there's no better time to do it than right now. Today. And so that means to start. And so it, the first part of that is the mental start. You have to you have to prepare your mind to say, okay, now I'm ready to take action. I'm ready to I'm ready to jump into this because if your mindset isn't there, then you're not going to actually go do it. So you have to have the mindset that says, okay, I'm on a mission now. I am going to do it. And maybe you even create a deadline for yourself to say, I want to have a rough outline or, and I'd say probably multiple deadlines, rough outline, uh, maybe a little more detail. Maybe you'd have a rough draft of the manuscript done by a certain date and you kind of go and, and, and you have benchmarks. These can be fluid, but if you don't create these, if you don't start saying, okay, we got to do something here it's a lot harder to start. Mm -hmm. And so that's why this whole mental aspect of, of, of preparing your mind to say, okay, I'm, I'm preparing my mind to take action now. I'm ready to go. And then you actually have to start. You have to do it. Um, and, you know, whether that's, well, we kind of talked about uh, time blocking mm -hmm. uh, um, offline. Dick and I were talking about time blocking and what does that look like for pastors? And uh, I don't know if you want to flesh that out a little bit. Well, yeah, when you, we were talking about it uh, before, uh, I'm, I'm picturing a pastor who's thinking, Okay, how much time do I have to block? Sure. And if I have to block large portions of time, yeah. I'm thinking that gets overwhelming and that I don't do anything. Yeah. Can they do it in short? Like, could they do it in 30 minutes? Or do yeah. they need to do an hour or two to get yeah. in the flow of writing? Well, that's a really good question. I think it depends on what part of the journey you're in. Mm, yeah. So um, I think on the initial brainstorm, you could, you could do 30 minutes. Yeah. And you could, well, even in the writing phase, you could do that. Um, and, but I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about mind mapping in a second, but if you're in more of the mind, what we call the mind mapping stage, where you're just trying to put some, um, thoughts on paper, scribbling ideas down, you know, yeah, maybe you take just a little bit of time and you say, Hey, for 30 minutes, I'm just going to go. And I'm just going to basically put everything and anything and everything I can think of, just get it on paper. And you, you um, said earlier that it, it's not pretty. It's, yeah. it's unedited. It's yes. <laughs> Yep. Forget about grammar and punctuation. Yep. Just you're throwing just, stuff yeah, up. Just, just let the yeah. So whether you're writing, whether you're um, typing, you just you know what I was doing at one point was I, I just started just typing words and I was just going and, and and then hit return. Okay, new thought, return, new thought, return. Yeah. And it wasn't pretty. Uh, and and that can be hard, especially if you're a perfectionist, uh, which is me. <laughs> um, and I wanted to. Oftentimes, I wanted to go back and well, let me uh, let me smooth that out. Let me word that differently. Let me try to make that a little but more. That's, a this is not the time. Catchy to do phrase. It. That this this first phase is not the time to do that. No, this first phase is you're just trying to get words out there on paper, and then you can go back and make it smooth. Or you could go back if you have um, maybe someone. If you're not super great at writing. Maybe you have someone come back then and smooth it out for you. Yeah. A lot of people do that, and that's fine. That's okay. You can do that. Um, that's, I mean, that's a perfectly normal thing to do. Yeah, right. You're still the author. You know, you're still the one. And sometimes people think, well, it's not my words. It's not, you know, well, it, it, it is. It is. Right. But sometimes it helps if we have other eyes on it to say, okay, hey, we could smooth this out, or here's a way you could word this differently. Um, after I wrote my book, I'm kind of maybe jumping ahead a little bit, but after I wrote my book, 
um, the first, the full first version, I sent it to, I think five people, maybe six people. And I said, Hey, I want you to read the entire book. They, they agreed ahead of time that they would read the entire book. And then I, I wanted them to put thoughts down. I wanted them to, if they thought something didn't sound right or flow right, if they thought, Hey, here's a better way to say this, that that's fair. And I think that's good because you're being a good steward of this message that you have. And you want to make sure that it's the most understandable, the the easiest to um, to read, right. very clear. And sometimes people can have other insight that makes you say, "Oh yeah, that's good." Or they, I, there was multiple times where I, they, someone else had a thought, and I thought, "Oh, that's good," but I didn't actually do it the way they suggested it. Yeah. But I took that thought and said, "You know, I think there is a better way I could do this." And so, I guess that's a lot to say. Um, you know, I, I kind of deviated a little bit from time. But the point is, you, you have to, you do have to block off some time, and and maybe to start with, it is thirty minutes once a week or an hour once a week. I, you know, can you can you do that? Can you get up one hour earlier? I don't know if you're familiar with um, uh, Michael Hyatt. Michael Hyatt used to be the CEO of Thomas Nelson Publishers, but I remember he talked about um, in his days when he he's got this full time career job, but he was trying to write on the side. Well, he ended up waking up an hour earlier yeah. every day to be able to have the margin he needed not saying that's what you should do, but I'm just saying there are ways to do it. If God has given you a message to articulate, then then you've got to figure out with your current 24 hours that you have on your in your day, yep. how can you actually do it? Because if God's given you a message, then that means somehow he wants you to put it together and get it out. That's exactly right. So you've talked about two major things. Start. Yeah. Uh, second is time blocking. Yep. And then you mentioned the uh, mind mapping. Yeah. So mind mapping is a concept I learned uh, from a friend. His name is Chandler Bolt. And uh, I'm hoping to actually get him on the podcast at yep. some point. I think uh, that'd be really that'd be really beneficial uh, for pastors. But um, he talked about mind mapping where you basically literally take a piece of paper or you work on a whiteboard. And, and in my process of writing Arrow Striker, I did, I did both. Um, and so I'd take out just a blank white sheet of paper right in the dead center of the paper. I wrote the subject matter that I was trying to discuss. So like, let's use the word uh, busyness as an example, because one of the things that stops people from striking their arrows, as you'll discover in the book, is busyness. And um, and so I said, okay, busyness. And so then I started thinking about, okay, well, what what is everything I can think of as it relates to busyness that stops people from doing all they can for God? And so then you, you have these little spokes that come off and, and then, you know, I write a thought and then I circle that thought. And then off that, maybe like two or three more things come to mind. And and then before long, you have this whole picture. It's just a circle with lines and circles and a bunch of little phrases or thoughts or concepts. Yeah. And that could be a section of your book. That could be a chapter of your book. Uh, you could actually do that process to outline the entire book. Yeah. And then what you do is you take this kind of this muddy looking map. And you say, okay, now how do I put that in a way that's going to flow? Uh, this also, by the way, would include illustrations that come to mind, stories, uh, you know, statistics. Yeah. So you can start just rattling off all this stuff and you just, you just kind of spew it out on this piece of paper. And then you come back and say, okay, now how can I formulate, formulate this in a way that's going to flow well for this section of the book? And my, my bet is, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but that, these prospective authors that are watching and listening to this, yeah. they'll be amazed when they take one word, one concept, mm -hmm. and begin to mind map that. Yeah. A line goes here, a line goes there, and before mm -hmm. you know it, you've got a page full yeah. of stuff yeah. 
that you literally then can begin to write on yeah. each one of those. And I will say too that you know for some people the message they want to communicate is maybe something that they've already preached on, and uh, and then of course that makes it easier because you've already done the work. Um, or or maybe you even use your sermon planning process for this type of um, book. But I know specifically for me, this was a way that really helped do it and do it in a way that was was actually rather quickly. Um, and and it's just a, it's a way to be able to just start getting stuff out. And then maybe you say, hey, that's my 30 minute window for the week uh, or, or my hour window for the week. And I'm just going to do this. I'm just yeah. going to get as much down and then leave it. Yeah. Then maybe you come back to it and you say, oh, man, I thought actually thought of a couple more things. Because you know how it is. Sometimes you you step away from something for a while. Yep. You come back to it and you say, "Oh yeah, we've got we've got more we could talk about here." Exactly. So. Okay. Let's suppose uh, a person says, "Okay, Jonathan, I'm I'm willing to give this a shot." Yeah. What if they did this kind of thing? These things you're talking about for three months. Yeah. How obviously they're they're at point zero right now. Sure. But if they did this for three months. How, where would they be at the end of that three months? Well, a lot further along than they, they are on day one. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it really could you could really make some serious headway. Yeah. Um, in fact, my friend Chandler that I mentioned, he actually talks about um, writing a book from start to finish in 90 days. Oh, my goodness. Um, really? and, and kind of maps out a plan for that. But, the, um, yeah, I think you, you, could, you could be very far. Mm -hmm. And it depends on what you're starting with. If you have a sermon series or if you have content or if, or if you're starting from scratch. Nonetheless, you could have all your chapters, you know, outlined, it, you know, not necessarily fully manuscripted, not necessarily fully smoothed out. Just to be, it really depends on how many minutes or hours a week are you able to commit. Right. And so it's kind of a little bit hard for me to fully answer that other than to know you actually can make a massive dent. If you spent one hour a week for three months, you could make a massive dent into the creation of the content. Um, so it all goes back to the very thing we've been talking about kind of throughout this week is that the key is you just have to start. Yep, you you, really you can't wait. You have to get started. And then even at the end of those uh, those 90 days in this illustration, you know, this this book here is 17 chapters. Yeah. At one point you had, didn't you have 19 chapters? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, you you know, at some point along the journey, you, you've got content that by the time you're done yeah. is going to be less or more than what the finished. That's okay. Yeah. Because the stage you're in, yeah. um, you need to start. Yep. You need a time block and mind map. Yep. If you'll do those things yep. for the next 90 days, yep. I'm just telling you, yep. uh, you'll be way ahead. And then there'll be a certain, I'm, you know, we didn't talk about this, so I hope you answered right on this, but there'll be a certain energy that begins to come with, oh, yeah. I, I think I'm getting there. Yeah. And yep. uh, which then spurs you on to uh, to uh, move on further. Any, yep. any uh, Jonathan, give them another wrap up here on Errol Striker yeah, here before yes, we. Yes, absolutely. Well, hopefully you found these um, tips helpful on how to get started and to um, get your book written despite your busy schedule. I really hope that you find it valuable and obviously reach out to us as you're getting through the process. We'd love to hear how how it's working for you. Um, as it relates to Arrow Striker, yeah, I would love to have you pre or to purchase your copy if you haven't already done so. You can go to arrowstriker.com and there's links there to Amazon or to our, the leaders.church website. You can purchase in both places. Uh, again, we have the uh, paperback, the audiobook, and the ebook. And then make sure to go to arrowstriker.com slash giveaway so that you can be entered into the Ozark Mountain getaway. Yep. And this uh, getaway is going to be so awesome. It's going to be super fun. And uh, I hope that you'll uh, enter in and participate. Could be the big winner. Yep. Just let me reinforce. This book is off of the Second uh, Kings uh, chapter 13 story of Elisha and Jehoash. You're familiar with it. But picking up the book and beginning the process of writing that book inside you 
is you striking your arrow. So uh, we'd certainly love to have you do that. It's been great to hang out with you on this episode. We'll look forward to seeing you on the next one. Be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here. Real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.